Welcome everybody to Wrestling with the Truth. I am BC Hunter, sitting here alongside my good buddy, Nightmare Jay Myers. Mr. Myers, how are you doing today? I am doing uh, fantastic, and uh, hopefully everybody's having a, a good good wrestling week out there and uh, ready to, to catch up again. It, it, it always feels sad when we leave and then don't have a show to do for another week so uh excited to, to get chatting again about wrestling it's true uh, i know there's a few tear stains on the <laughs> yeah. floor here in the blanket booth but uh you know it comes with the territory if only we could do this every day that would be uh, <laughs> technically we could. technically we could we just wouldn't have jobs but... <laughs> <laughs> or wives <laughs> or wives or lives or anything more to go home to exactly <laughs> or homes to go home to yeah another good week in wrestling though Yep. No, it's always great. Uh, I don't know about you. This isn't the uh, topic of this episode, but great, great Rampage Rampage and Dynamite from Arthur Ashe. Really enjoyed the show. Not so much the very last main event uh, on Rampage, but uh, we'll get into that maybe in another episode. And uh, I didn't catch all of Raw, but I heard great things about Raw. I think Monday Night Football is really lighting a fire under their under their uh, collective asses, maybe. And um, yeah, and then we got, uh, I didn't check anything out in SmackDown, actually, so I'm not familiar with what happened there, but then we got the pay-per-view this Sunday, so good stuff. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Raw was a very good episode. It felt a little bit fresher, some fresh matchups, some different matchups, and aside from really the Alexa-Charlotte um, segment, everything else seemed to be pretty good. We saw introduction of some new teams, things like that, so yep. uh, yeah, it was it was a decent episode, and of course, AEW's firing on some pretty good cylinders here, but yeah. were you, did you find yourself a little disappointed that there was no surprises this week from them? Um, such, considering it's such a big show. Yeah, not, it didn't take away from my enjoyment of the episodes. I don't think for like for dynamite and rampage and also probably going into it assumed because there was a lot of rumor that Brian would debut sort of at this show. And sort of when that did not obviously happened it all out. Yeah, I don't. I hadn't thought about it really. No, I was. I well, whew, we did get a debut. Come on, we got uh, the Mister uh, Homicide, right? And we got uh, <laughs> we got the Homicide debut. But uh, I don't even know if he's actually. They did mention he's all elite, so maybe he is signed. But uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think it was that big a deal. Um, there was a couple nitpicky things, like I don't know how you. I know they put the ring and the and set right in the middle. But not having a uh, like the normal stage and their stage, I don't like anyway. But then to have just the tunnels looked weird, and then the ramp and the ramp was cool. But I don't know nitpicky things like that. And I guess it's because they wanted to have seats behind it. But why not just go all in, <laughs> no pun intended, and just <laughs> block off that back section and put a, a nice stage there too, right? Like true would yeah. have been cool. My one gripe, not one gripe, but one of the gripes I have with AEW's presentation is I really enjoy it. I think they're stepping it up. But their pay-per-views and big-time shows, quote-unquote, do not feel any different than any other Dynamite or Rampage, in my opinion. I hear you. So, yeah, yeah. And you and that was one of your complaints about, I think, the Thunderdome era yep, as well. It yeah. just felt like everything was Looked another the same. Episode. It felt the same. I get that. I used to love the, the, the effort that the WWE would go through to put a different stage for those yeah. big events. And, and to be fair, people would be like, well, WWE hasn't done that in years. And no, they haven't. But and, there's and, and you voiced your displeasure about that. Yeah, you and, and that, I, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I've said I don't like it. I think mm-hmm. that it doesn't. It takes it away when you don't have that unique stage. Why? And because and I think it just furthers it. Pay per views don't really matter anymore. So and I think that's why. Like they don't make them feel important. Therefore, they're not really important anymore when we're getting big time shows on TV, right? So anyway, lots to uh, we could always break down that more. But I thought it was a good good job for the first quote unquote stadium show. I mean, it's not really a stadium. Let's be real. Twenty thousand seats is 
I guess it's stadium qualifies as well. Qual- Canada definitely qualifies as yeah, a stadium. That would be a good size <laughs> CFL stadium. But yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, I thought it was a great job and uh, came off really well. Like I said, I didn't enjoy- I didn't love the the main event there on Rampage. It was a decent main event. It just wasn't wasn't sort of into it. The crowd seemed kind of dead at that point too. Correct me if I'm wrong because they filmed all that at the same time, right? Yeah, which was. There was a really strange. I thought Rampage was going to be live, but yeah, it hasn't been live. It in hasn't weeks. been live except for the first one. Wasn't I think, it? yeah, that was the CM Punk. And then there's a really strange tweet from Tony Khan where he mentioned that, oh, we got permission from TNT to do um, to do an overrun for Rampage, and it's like, but you're a taped show. <laughs> you're taped. Yeah. Why would you need to do an overrun? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I don't know. Maybe they're going to tweak things when it goes TNT and TBS, like maybe Dynamite so. moving to TBS. I think is it the other way around? No, Dynamite's moving to TBS. I think, and Rampage is staying on TNT. I think. Maybe yeah, it's the other way around. I think I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, what do you yeah. feel? What do you feel about that move? Do you think that's great? Uh, personally, I don't think it's going to change anything. I think it's just unlike USA and Fox, in my opinion, for the WWE, those are two distinctively different networks. They're owned yeah. by different. They're competing networks. TBS and TNT are one and the same. So, I mean, I don't think it changes anything. I think it's just probably um appeasing the network because that's probably just a network move for them and i've I've also heard rumblings that it's going to usher in a secondary title for the women Mm -hmm. should be kind of cool and be the tbs title quote unquote so um do you think they have a strong enough women's division at this point to have a secondary title there i think it's getting there i wouldn't have said that six months ago and this is has nothing to do with ruby really per se but i think brit is strong enough on her own to at least have a presence every week on that on on, on TV, and then as long as you surround her with some good talent, I think you, like you, you've talked about Statlander. I like that Jamie Hader. I think she's still a little green, but I think she's got really good promise there. You have Ruby. You still have um uh oh my God, what's her name? The old champ there. Um, Nyla Rose. No, well Nyla's there, but well, the from Japanese uh, Rio. Not Rio, the uh, <laughs> the other one. Oh, um, oh man, she's not been Shida, on TV. She, right? Yeah, Sheeta. Mm-hmm. Sorry, well, that to Sheeta if you're listening, but uh, she <laughs> she hasn't been on TV that much, and that's why it was kind of escaping me. But so you still have her. But then you have, I feel like a really good bubbling undercard. You got Anna J. I I was never a big Ty Conti fan when she was in ECW or NXT, but I've started to grow to grow sort of interested in her and it's she's she's still got a lot to do i think and a lot to grow but i've i've got invested in her anyway you got bunny you got i think penelope ford's been an mvp the last couple months just for her development i actually could see penelope ford getting scooped up to go over to uh connecticut to be honest because i think she fits their mold perfectly um so yeah i i think that i think there is a strong enough division i don't it's a great point because you have to have a division to support a secondary title. So I don't know. I guess I'm just thinking more from a main event perspective. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, well, there's the there's the the little um, what's her name the the little one who did the Empower uh, Layla Layla Hirsch. Hirsch. Yeah. Uh, there's a ton of them that show up in Dark. I was I'm trying to commit to watching Dark and Elevation a little bit more, but because I think there's a lot in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, what's your take on that? I don't. I, I'd still like to see some. Growth, not not by personalities, I mean, but by actually the the um, the abilities of the of the ladies that are in that division. Because I'm still seeing, I'm seeing top tier stuff where it's really good. Like you get your people like Britt Baker and and the like, 
Uh, and then the people below still got a ways to go. So I'd, I'd like to see some growth there. But, you know, I think a way you could uh, help with that growth is is kind of what WWE did with the women's tag titles. And that gives a chance for people to get some, some yep. work in and, and not be as exposed as, as much. So Maybe they're thinking the same thing with that TBS title, though, maybe, right? Maybe so. You, maybe you slap it on Jade. And you mm-hmm. get her. Oh yeah, you forgot to mention Jade. Yeah, too. I, I love Jade. Mm-hmm. Maybe you slap it on her, and she gets to be on TV every week, which, mm-hmm. which she kind of is anyway. But then can still grow with lesser opponents, if quote unquote, if you will. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm intrigued by it. You're, you bring up very valid points, and whether or not it's the right time, but I think maybe they're going to do it for TBS either way. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm I'm assuming that's just TBS saying, hey, you're giving TNT the, that little push with yeah, the title. Need, so let's, need one too. let's get something. I know there's been a lot of people uh, wanting to see a trios title for the men's division, but I, I'm kind of old school in that I'd rather there be less titles than too many titles. So Nah, give me all the titles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, I, I just like the idea of a congested, title scene where the title feels like it means a lot like i think of back in the late 80s with the intercontinental title when there was just so many guys that could have been even main event level challenging for that ic title that it made the ic title feel really important and it was almost like you were dinged that you're going up to the next level if you get that championship yeah i actually agree with that but i would counter with there's really not an abundance of singles titles. There's only two. So you're only really giving the tag division a second title, right? So mm-hmm. with the amount of, of people on that roster, the size of that roster, I don't have a problem with it because it's not like you're giving a secondary, secondary title, right? Mm-hmm. For singles, you're just saying, okay, we've already got this top level tag team scene. Now we're going to give a secondary tag team scene some shine too with this trios division, right? That's yeah. how I see it. And, and I, I'm not totally against that because, yeah, it, it's it's something different. It's it's not just, let's throw a Western States heritage title yeah, in, exactly. into the mix. And it's like, what does that even mean? Yeah. You know, so so I get it with, with the trios. And the trios a is different. a thing elsewhere too. It's a fun it's, thing, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a division elsewhere, that, I think. That's kind of like a harken to the Lucha Libre side of things. Yeah, you know, ROH has one yeah. and New Japan. Uh, maybe New Japan doesn't have one anymore, but I think they used to. Oh, speaking of ROH, ironically enough, talking trios titles and that, I actually made a comment on Twitter on Bully Ray's post. Uh, he showed himself and the Briscoes with their trios titles, or, or I think they just call it a six-man title. Yeah, it's a six, world six-man, yeah. And I even said, like, I'm not a fan of silver plates, but those titles look badass. Yeah, like, those are nice. They're nice-looking titles. They're old-school-looking, too. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. if I had known about that, that might have made my <laughs> top ten list. I <laughs> See, I told you ROH had some, yeah, some, nice, yeah. some nice straps. Lot, lots to be loving right now yeah. and lots to be talking about and and uh i'm excited for for still some good some good uh fall changes i think because we still got survivor series and mm-hmm. lead into royal rumble and mm-hmm. bound for glory i think is going to be a good one as Ooh, well. that's gonna be good uh so i'm excited for for the weeks to come here but uh let's get into some some shitty entrance music <laughs> let's just get into that yeah that was a pretty uh serious uh, discussion <laughs> so now let's get into our really not serious discussion and we talked about this before we did it. This was not a planned episode originally. No. We were scheduling out what we were thinking of talking about. But once we got into looking into the best wrestling theme songs, we realized there's a lot of bad yeah. wrestling themes. You got to do the yin there. and the yang. So, yeah, that's what we're doing. So we're, <laughs> we're going to do our top 10 list of the worst wrestling theme songs out there. And we'll also... After we discuss our list, we're going to give a shout out to some of our yeah. followers and because they came up with some good ones that I forgot about even. Yeah. And, um, 
And then when you listen, you're like, ooh, yeah, those are bad. And, and apologies because BC's much uh, better at staying on top, staying abreast, if you will, of the uh, Twitter. Uh, I rate it now. <laughs> uh, and I try, and I do have my phone on me a lot, and my uh, partner always gives me the business because she's like, how are you not on like checking Twitter a lot? Because you always have your phone. I was like, I know, but there's other things that are on my phone too. So it's like, I'm trying to get to all the notifications in the time that I have in my hand. But anyway. I, I appreciate the only business she's giving you is you're not on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Usually the business is get off your phone. Yes, exactly. <laughs> she's pretty good that way. But um, but yeah, so I I get the notifications, but I try and keep up. But BC is much uh, better at that. So I no give him full, no full credit for that uh on this one no no worries and and like i say uh, i'm manning kind of two accounts um <laughs> dual personality but usually <laughs> if you see something from the wwtt pod account it's bc that that's doing it yeah. so it's uh but just trying to keep that Son interaction bitch, just getting all the glory right <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh just trying to keep the interactions out there just because it's fun it's it's fun yeah. interacting there's some good people that have been really supportive of what we love doing. all y'all yeah for sure all, All right. right, so we're going to get into this top 10, and I'm going to say this right off the get-go. The top 10 could have <laughs> easily been... It's like 50. Yeah, it could have easily just been WCW I'm sure we, we just missed a ton, too. Like, oh, I All sure. I did to think about this was, okay, yeah. what are the... Here, here's I'll give you a, a little peek behind the curtain, if you yeah. will. So how I kind of formulated this in my head, it was like, okay, who are the... Who are the characters or the gimmicks that I absolutely despised, and did they did I actually actually hate the music as well? Because you'd be surprised, some of them that I really hated, I actually didn't didn't hate the music. Yeah, but they're these guys are the ones that. And for me, this is less about the music, even though the music is real shite. It's more about I just hated these gimmicks. Like, I'm gonna tell you this: I've got some people in my list that I actually like the wrestler but the music was just that bad i'm like what yeah. is that i couldn't go that i couldn't i couldn't go that route i had to i had to show show my love to, to well, the guys i love hopefully it'll lead to a different list for each of us <laughs> yeah, but uh, i will say like wcw you could just they need honorable mention just for the fact of their absolute boldness of completely ripping off every <laughs> yes. major uh, especially in the grunge, grunge song yeah, yeah in the grunge it was really bad i mean i went even list, flow i listened to them like and i i play a little bit of guitar and stuff like that so i can kind of pick out some things but uh but to hear they literally just and you could tell jimmy hart was behind change, this but change one he changed one chord <laughs> that's it and how they avoided lawsuits blows my mind because but. nobody cared probably like, i don't think pearl jam and soundgarden and uh alice and chains really were paying much attention to dubs to w well i guess apparently like i think ddp mentioned that dave Grohl was a little bit upset with uh his version that sound, it was pretty much smells like teen spirit uh, but yeah. that's typical dave Grohl. Anyway. oh yeah that was all i did love ddp because <laughs> 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 dave Grohl isn't making enough money yeah anyways, right? listen don't get me started on, yeah. on foo fighters but uh, yeah, so I can't, I do have a couple of WCW in there, but I really could have made the top ten completely about them. Yeah, I I so I I had a few WCWs originally, and then I edited them out because I didn't want to do a disservice. Especially the ones that I had on the list were more just out of rumor and innuendo that I had kind of heard yeah. and then looked up. But I didn't really know them that well anyway, so I th didn't think that was fair to put them on. These there ones stuck out in my yeah. mind. Like, what do you call them? Uh, brain worms or yes. something? <laughs> the ones on my list are true ones that I can yeah. vividly remember yeah. and and participated in. So, And I, I will say this one other thing. So my list is basically WWE and WCW. I didn't have any ECW ones I could think of. 
I didn't... <laughs> they just stole real yeah, music. They stole real music. <laughs> uh, I didn't want to pick on like the independent scene because it's not fair. I mean, no. WWE is a billion dollar corporation. They should be able to hire somebody to come up with a good theme song. But I can completely understand um, a guy who's an independent wrestler that wrestles in front of 50 people and asks his buddy to come up with yeah. a theme song. I'm not going to crap on that. No. That's That's what you're doing. So... Those were off, you get and, a pass. and I didn't include an AEW uh, song because I couldn't find a website that actually listed something bad about AEW. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did it! He got his, he got, you got bazinga. Yeah, you got your one <laughs> AEW dig in per episode. It is true though; I it's couldn't your, find anything. Your, I could not find a site that would shit on AEW songs. Okay. Who, All right, do, let's start. Do, you, do you want me to get into it? You win the imaginary right. coin flip, so you, uh, <laughs> yeah. so you go number and, 10. And as much as these are in order, we literally just talked about this before going on air. I, I was struggling to sort of put them in order because they're all just equally shitty. But I did kind of land on the, my bottom three. So okay. uh, everything outside of that is kind of is what it is. I'm sure we're going to see some parallels. Yeah. So. so my number 10 could have been number one, really, and could be on a lot of people's number ones. Um, the short-lived debauchery that was x factor um <laughs> and it's funny because uncle cracker you mean? <laughs> yes but which what like at the time i didn't hate uncle cracker and i actually liked uh kid rock and and i so think was, that's what made me hate uncle cracker maybe but like also i kind of liked x-pox version of he had a cool his mm. solo entrance was yeah. really cool you know what I mean? mm. x-pox makes it like you know what I mean? and it was kind of cool and then for them to do this like shitty uncle but like it wasn't it wasn't even an entrance theme it was like an uncle cracker kid rock song it wasn't even like it came out of nowhere really and cool you got uncle cracker to do it because at the time for those who don't know he was he was big he was big and he had a big hit Mm -hmm. but like what like that's what it sounds like it's like what this doesn't sound like an entrance theme at all it was just really bad Yo, you dealing with the X Factor. I got everything I ever wanted, and I'll never Yo. get that back. Yo. Oh, I know you hated X Factor, but you ain't gotta look at me like that. I said you ain't gotta look at me like that. I know you want it, but you don't need that. Speaking of uh, Kid Rock, uh, this is a side note, but have you listened to, uh, when I was going through and I was, again, with this WCW thing, Jeff Jarrett's WCW theme that was uh, a ripoff of Kid Rock's Cowboy? I mean, Oh, really? I, I'd say maybe half a note is what they changed in that I don't, one. I'm going to have to check that oh, out because I don't remember that at all. It is all. pretty bad, yeah. You know what, I, and this is, again, we're getting off topic already, but like, I always thought Ba Did a Ba would have been the best entrance theme for anyone like picture that you know mm-hmm. what i mean that like opening riff mm-hmm. like that would be a cool like somebody really needs to jump on board with that yeah but american badass that american badass is cool yeah. as shit too mm-hmm. but like if aew is buying all this entrance music mm-hmm. give somebody uh that song because that bada da bada bang da bang and like the mm-hmm. like the the entrance goes on for a good 15 20 seconds like that would be cool as shit anyway. i always said i would have liked to have seen a impact purchase uh cowboy for james storm oh that would have been pretty cool right good call anyways we're getting into good stuff so let's keep with the bad stuff stick with the bad so yeah that was in my that was in my honorable mention as well uh x fact (laughs) 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 all right number 10 and this one garnered a lot of heat when i put the tweet out there looking for some questions from or for some responses from our listeners but i am in total agreement with this and it's Bree Mode from... <laughs> Bree Mode! 
Because like nothing like jumping on the auto-tune bandwagon five years after it started. So, yeah, <laughs> free mode is in my top yeah. ten. It's a, it's on my list, too. I, yeah. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, so my number uh, nine was uh, The Man's Man, William Regal. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... The song wasn't that horrible, but when you really listen to the lyrics and stuff, it's like, oh my God, they didn't even try. Like, they I, didn't even try. I did take into account some lyrics, and I took into account how much it buried an actual talent. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's worse. And I just hated that gimmick, and I think that's why it stood out for me, but I had that at number nine. Yeah, that's going to be on my list. I, I got it a bit higher, actually. <laughs> uh, for me, number nine is uh, Right to Censor. Yeah. Just for annoyance. It isn't really a theme song. It's just really annoying. And I put up there in the same vein, I would say, like something like if you remember Sergeant Slaughter's heel run uh, back during the Iraq. The Saudi Arabia one? Yeah, he just, all he had was like a snare drum just, just playing the whole time. Just like, come on. <laughs> like, let's let's do something here. Like, this is brutal. But uh, Tweak it a bit. Yeah, tweak it a bit. But anyway, so yeah, uh, Right to Censor makes my list. But yeah. again, a bunch of people in that group that I love as wrestlers. Yeah, no, exactly. It has not, had nothing to do with the talent. Yeah. Uh, which is probably why I didn't have it on mine because I actually liked that group. I thought it was it was a super good gimmick at the mm-hmm. time. Like, yeah, the music was super annoying, but, but did it, it did what did, it was supposed it did to do. Its trick, it's right? Like, to that's annoy the hell that's what it was it. for. Yeah. Just on that too, like, how good was Ivory in that? Oh yeah, she was fantastic in that gimmick. Like, she was so good. I almost felt like she was the leader at times. I hated the burial of her at WrestleMania with China. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that was that was. I might relive that on the old Peacock and. Yeah. Check that out. Uh, what are we at? Number eight? Yes. And I mean, this one could go anywhere, but we, we actually kind of alluded to uh, to this one earlier with Mavs, but uh, Basham Booger, number eight on my <laughs> list. Like, listening to that one, it's like the phlegm and then like the homoerotic noises that were sort of in the background. It was just like, it was just weird. It was just a weird entrance, man. Like, it was just gross. Like, some of it was just really weird. <laughs> I'm good. Oh, I, I didn't pick up on the homoerotic <laughs> part, but uh, this, this is like the, I did the... pick up on the phlegm and just the um. It's almost like a sledgehammer on an anvil noise or something like that. So it was like a combination of Greg the Hammer Valentine and Jim the Anvil Neidhart. And it's just, it's bad. And it's on my list. Trust me, it's on my list. But uh, for me, number eight is Men on a Mission. On my list, yeah. (laughs) It's like, this is 94. Four ninety five, three, I think, was the first. Uh, and they're version. they're like doing basically yo baby yo baby yo rap, and like we're already into NWA, <laughs> gangster, Tupac, like West and Coast, these East fools Coast. are coming out. I'm sorry, like rest in peace to anybody. I, I think Mabel's passed. Now. I'm not sure if Mo's still alive oh, really? or not, but uh, yeah, that was just bad. Yeah. That was bad. Yeah. Again, five years too late on your gimmick type of thing. <laughs> so bad. And I'll even throw in there along with them. PN News from WCW back in the early oh, 90s. Oh, was that the... He was the rapper back in the 90s. Oh, right? I was thinking of the ECW tag team. Uh, no, you're thinking of Public Enemy. Public Enemy, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which again was like 10 <laughs> years too late. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, number seven for me was the good old garbage man, Duke the Dumpster Grozy. <laughs> I forgot about Duke, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank you. 
not even just the gimmick. The gimmick was horrible, but like the music was the most generic mm. it could have been. Yeah. And it had like the backing up of a truck, like beep, beep, beep. <laughs> it was like, oh my God, that's bad. Anyway. <laughs> uh, number seven for me. Generic music. Tugboat. A little tugboat. Tugboat. <laughs> the most generic music possible. And then you throw in the uh, Buffalo Sabres goal horn, and you've got <laughs> Tugboat's theme. <laughs> nice. I oh. forgot about tugboat. Oh, <laughs> just just bad. And then let's throw him in a little sailor suit. That that's also <laughs> helpful. So the fact that I I'm surprised he, when he he didn't just you know kill himself after that. But but you know yeah, tugboats had a rough go. Was he career. earthquake or was he? He was typhoon. He was typhoon. Right. And later to be the shock master. The shock master, right? Typhoon was after Tugboat, right? Yes. But he was Hogan's buddy, right? That's why. Yes. He, yeah. Yeah. That's why he's, mm, anyway. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> Tugboat, number seven. Tugboat, number seven. All right. Here's, here's, I had. That was Brie Bella was my number uh, six. Yes. Brutal. Like, that's one that, like, probably would do okay in a club or an EDM show or something, but not, <laughs> not for. Not, not when you're married to Daniel not, F. Not and Brian. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the whole thing with Brie Mode was it was an annoying thing she did when she got drunk. Yeah. And then they just made it a thing. It was like, why would you do that? And I love the idea of the fact that uh, when she came back and she was just so terrible and she kept screwing up every mode when she'd holler Brie Mode. And it's like, so Brie Mode became Botch Mode. <laughs> botch Mode. Yeah. Oh, oh God. God. This is bringing out the worstness, yet the best in us. Yeah. My number six, uh, it's just a shout out to uh, Canada's own Jacques Rougeau uh, for both his the Mountie theme, which he sang himself, and um, <laughs> yeah, and then also All American Boys. Uh, if you remember the Rougeau brothers, uh, that was Jimmy Hart <laughs> had released that I think on the Piledriver album. I'm not uh, nice. mistaken, but there's something Rougeau like brothers. that. But the Rougeaus jumped in and sang along and. That pretty much sums it up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. From Montreal to Memphis, I live in France. Tell all the girls, the Rougeau's on their way. Don't call us pretty boys, we're not a muscle head. We hate that long hair look, we like that crack they look instead. We're all American boys. All American boys. We're all American boys. All American boys. Number five. You got it. Number five is the Jerry the King Lawler's personal dentist himself, Isaac Yankum. Uh, not DMD, DDS. What's the difference between DMD and DDS, by the way? Uh, Why is Brit DMD and he was DDS? I don't know. I think like DDS is Doctor of Dental Services. So, and then DMD is like like an actual medical doctor or a dental medical dental doctor. Medical so maybe they can do more intensive. I don't, I don't know. So they, not only was they, they saddling, uh, saddling him with that gimmick, they weren't even giving him the best dental doctor. <laughs> they were giving him like the subpar dental doctor. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, in fairness, he did get a pretty good theme when he got King. Yeah. Look, well, listen, uh, um, Glenn with mask made out. Okay. But, <laughs> but that was pretty bad. Like it didn't last very long though, didn't it? It was only, 
Did Yankum only lasted a few months? Yeah, man. it was like ninety five. Because then he went into fake diesel too, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I can't believe they were doing a fake dentist gimmick in ninety five. Mm. Like, come on! I can't believe they're doing a real dentist gimmick in two thousand one, well, and it's getting over. So. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Good point. Uh, so yeah, that that was that was bad. I kept that on the honorable mentions because I figured that might make you list. But um, just a drill. That the drill it. is annoying. Just a drill. That could fit in there. The right to censor category was yeah. just annoying. Yeah. You know? My number five was. He's a man. Such a man. Such a man. What a contradiction in things like that was when he first came over from WCW. Yeah, right? he was yeah. struggling with some addiction stuff, though, wasn't he? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then they kind of threw, and the, he wasn't on TV for very long. If I remember, it didn't last very long. I think he, I can't remember if he got injured or if he had to go into rehab. Right. But, yeah, because it was pretty short lived. But uh, but yeah. then, of course, his music after that was perfectly was fitting great. for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then he became actually. Um, I wonder if if he looks back on which like character he looks back on. I would hope it's WWE version because I thought mm. that was he had a great run there. Also, one of my favorite favorite King of the Rings of all time. Yes, yeah, mm. great. Mm. Uh, all right, where are we at? Number number four. four. Um, so I mean, again, could be anywhere up top three, top two, top one, but the old. Uh, flush of the toilet for tl hopper <laughs> that was uh just it was nothing more than just like a plumbing sound like it was just like the toilet flushing that was it mm-hmm. i was like there's not even music here <laughs> like it was bad so yeah taking a deuce on that one he, and hopper. you may have added this to your list but if not you could throw in the same category uh the goon you know uh, he's on my he's own on list okay i was gonna yeah. say yeah because uh it was just basically the hockey um, <laughs> organ play. yes which again seems like it, they didn't have the rights for that song but. <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> my number four i don't know if you remember this one but it, again one of my favorite wrestlers of all time but i gotta call it out paul orndorff's wcw theme wonderful this is pre pretty wonderful or after but it's when he lost his confidence and he had like the uh gary spivey the uh the uh, self-help guru that was coaching him and he was holding the mirror and oh, oh my god the song is just terrible look it up if you're not familiar I'm with the definitely song gonna have to look it up is brutal but uh can't believe again, you threw him on this list he's my boy but you know wow. sorry that that song is terrible oh, wow 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 okay I'm but check that out. my favorite Mr. Wonderful song is when he was coming out to Hogan's Real American back in 86. <laughs> that was phenomenal. Nice. Uh, all right. We're into the uh, the wonderful top three. So I, uh, we, you already touched on uh, this one, but the Mountie would be my number three. It can go anywhere in there too, but just so bad. <laughs> and he only says like four words and they just keep repeating it. He's like, I am handsome. I am something. And then it's just like, I get my man. And then it's like over and over on loop. <laughs> exactly. It's like really bad. <laughs> 
And do you remember when uh, they had to change it because the Mounties were upset with them and, he, and they, the song became, we're not the Mounties uh, when he was with the... Uh, <laughs> You've drums. mentioned that before when he was the tag team, the yeah, Mounties, yeah, right? Yeah, the Quebecers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Anyway, it's bad. It's, it's bad. Pretty bad. My number three, are you ready to catch the clap? <laughs> because my number three is the American Males. That one pulled up on a lot of people's lists, and I was like, I don't even know. I didn't. I wasn't familiar with them really. Was this Buff Bagwell and Scott and Scotty Riggs? Scotty Riggs, yeah, yeah. But you don't remember the clap? No, I. Oh I, man, I definitely. To me, Scotty Riggs was like the flock. Scotty Riggs. That's the only. That's the only guy I knew. But they literally would clap their hands above their head oh, God. The thing, and, and they, Jimmy Hart was responsible for that. Yeah, too, yeah, wasn't yeah, he? yeah. They they yeah. called it the clap, and. Um... <laughs> That's got to be a rib on somebody, like, Ooh, on yeah. the crowd. And I mean, the lyrics were just, just chef's kiss. It as was far just as like masterful. American Male over and over, over and, and over, over again, again. Right? over and over again. And then, <laughs> then if you actually delve into the lyrics, they're bad. They're bad. <laughs> <laughs> yep, American Males number three. Oh my god, that's awesome. All right, uh, you already touched on this one, but Men on, Men on a Mission makes my number two, which is <laughs> so wow. bad. It, it was really bad. Even as a kid, I was. 13 years old i remember I'm like this is really bad like even as a kid i thought it was horrible and it was like they it was way drawn out the i mean i know we're only talking music but like even their entrance itself it was like super cheese the it was colors just, it was fits, just bad, bad 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 And, and I mean, I was like 18 or 19 at the time. Yeah. So like, I am listening to Tupac and yeah. the NWA and I'm like, what is I this? I mean, to be fair, shit? I was super cool at 13 and listening to West Coast <laughs> as well. So I knew. Snoop Dogg was out at this point and these guys were coming out doing this. Like, yeah, it was just horrendous. And again, <laughs> even back then in 1993, Vince was showing his age. What does that say now? <laughs> like, what does that say now? How many years ago was that? And yeah. he was showing his age then. Mm. Let's just marinate on that for a little bit. Yeah. Anyway. My number two, you touched on it, Bastion Bugger. Yep. Yeah. So bad. So, so bad. And like re-watching some of his stuff like through this, I didn't realize how, and maybe it wasn't on purpose, but it seems like that gim- that the gimmick outfit was on purpose to like make all his fat fattier. You know what I mean? It was it like, was, it was yeah. like pushing up his yeah. man boobs. It was like centering on his like, and his well, roundness. Remember, it was either Jerry Lawler or Bobby Heenan used to say about his finisher, uh-oh, going to the back cave, which is just... <laughs> 
Oh god. Oh, oh god. Man. It was that being said, I'm a big Mike Shaw fan because yeah. of his days back in Stampede as Muck and Sing. And but then I also saw that he had a couple other gimmicks. Were these gimmicks in WWF? Like he had um the Friar one? Was that yeah, Friar Ferguson? So that was WWF. That was right and there was one Bashman there was another one before that. I he was Norman the Lunatic. Norman the Lunatic. That was in WCW. That was WCW. And then there was okay. Trucker Mike as well, I believe. Wow, he had the gambit, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and none of those stick. It's like, but I'm telling you, check, sadly, the only one that stuck was Bastion Booker. Check That's out bad. his matches with Owen Hart um, in, in, in in what Stampede, Stampede. as Muck and Sing. Okay, yeah. great right. stuff. Yeah, anyway. Karachi Vice. <laughs> okay, yeah, number uh, one, number one. Brrr, that was a bad drum roll, but to me, it's got to go to. And I never been a fan of the wrestler or this entrance or this gimmick. The Red Rooster tops my <laughs> list. God damn, it was so bad. Like, and I hated that character. Never saw whatever the people see in Terry Taylor anyway. Like, no offense, Terry Taylor, but I just didn't get the appeal anyway about that guy. I think it's full offense, the Terry Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> but they, and if this is true, he's number one on my list of worst music because he turned down Mr. Perfect Gimmick. So if that's true, you deserve to be on everybody's worst top 10 list, to be honest, in my opinion. The cockle do to doing and the generic crappy Tecmo Bowl music. It was just like every 90s video game like music. It was so bad. So bad. How that guy didn't like hate his life at the time. Like I mean he, I know literally a chicken. He's a chicken. I know that Jim Johnson gets a lot of praise heaped on him for his attitude era. <laughs> but music, he had some stinkers. But his stuff <laughs> yeah. yeah. His bad ones were bad. Oh man his stuff Are we sure the... he was doing the 80s stuff too? Yeah, he, yeah, he's when I was looking them up, he's credited for oh, okay. um, for, for some of the bad ones too. I'm trying to find the comment that uh, our good buddy uh, JD left on on the Red Roosters <laughs> song because it is a great one to say it. It's a uh, at Dangerous JD on Twitter. He's JD. Hey there. Oh, here it is. Yeah, <laughs> he said, "Laugh my ass off." There are a lot of horrible ones. I think I gotta go with the Red Rooster. Poor Terry Taylor. Imagine trying to get amped up going down to the ring portraying you were some pissed off human rooster. <laughs> but but like in what planet, in what universe is that uh like is that gimmick ever gonna get over? And I know it was around for a little bit, but come on. He never it, it didn't go anywhere, right? If yeah. I remember correctly, it didn't it never it went was, anywhere. It was a it was a rib on him. I mean they, it, they was saw it? Him, was yeah. it just punishing him or something? Yes, they saw they, he was a he was well known to be a very cocky guy, so cocky rooster, right? Uh, and it, it literally he'd walk around and like I guess I don't know, Vince or Bruce or somebody saw him and he's almost like he was doing walk, this yeah. thing with his neck. So he's just like they're like, rooster, let's let's put this uh oh, it's a rib. Like, yeah. But he stuck around, right? Like didn't he? Not, well, he stuck around with the company. He, he wasn't long in that gimmick. He went back to WCW shortly after. Right, okay. But he was the tailor-made man, and the you know the he was with Alexander York and the York Foundation and stuff like that. Okay. But uh, yeah, it, it was just <laughs> that's bad. a bad one. Just bad. 
bad. Well, I'm glad we don't have a consensus on the number one because I have a bad one. It's okay. bad for three reasons. One, because I think this wrestler had a lot of talent, but there was no way to get past this gimmick or this song. Two, because the song is just shit. <laughs> <laughs> and three, because the song brings the image in my head of Randy Newman, who I cannot stand any of his music. <laughs> So my number one is Rob Conway. Look at me. Oh, see, I loved Rob Conway. I, I like the rest, so that's what Conway. I'm saying. He got saddled with this. I didn't think that portion. was a bad gimmick at all. I didn't. The song. The song was bad, but also <laughs> kind of catchy. I'm not going to lie. Admittedly, I sung along to it. Just look at me. Yeah. Oh, just look at me. And I decide to see the whole damn world wants to look like me. But they don't. So just look at me. Oh, man. It <laughs> I, I thought that might be on out. your list. Yeah. It's it's on a few people's lists, I'm sure, out there. But, like, I don't know. I thought it kind of, like, worked. I was a big Low Resistance fan, so anything <laughs> he was going to do was uh, was going to get over. But, yeah, no, I can see that. I can yeah. see that. That's uh, that's fair. But for that to be your number one, wow, that's, yeah. that's really vicious. Because I just feel like that guy should have had a much better Agreed. run. And Agreed. that just saddled him with just... Do you think it was the gimmick? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, for sure. Uh, maybe. Uh and I think he might have had some residual heat from being in the La Resistance tag team as well. So I Well, and, and then uh, there was like heat on them in general, right? When Dupree left and all that stuff. Yeah, and, and, and Grenier was just so right. young. and yeah. yeah. So it's just... Man, whatever happened to Grenier? That guy was great. I sure. really liked him. But, anyway, uh, bring yeah. back old memories. So yeah, that, that, was, uh, that was a pretty bad one, <laughs> for sure. Uh, just a shout out to some of our listeners who uh, who we gonna do our honorable mentions first. Oh shoot, yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I I only really had um, as honorable mention the goon. Righteous Sensor would be on there for sure. Some like newer ones. I was trying desperately to think of like sort of newer ones. The problem I have with newer ones is they're not necessarily bad. They're just kind of bland, and mm -hmm. so like I don't put them up there. A lot as of generic. Sort of, yeah, yeah, like I don't put them up there as like the worst because. They're not great, but they're not the worst. They're just generic as shit, right? And we've talked about this before in our other episode, but like I am really not happy that WWE has gone down this like more and more lyric-free, generic sort of sound. And like there's no actual lyrics anymore. And but I don't know. So I, I couldn't really think of any new ones that that really drive me nuts. Uh for me, I guess some that didn't quite make the list were Earthquake. Um just a Generic him stomping and the earth rumbling. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good thought put into that. Opac Jack is another one. You probably aren't even familiar nope. with Opac Jack, but he was, there was all these vignettes back in 87 for Opac Jack. He was, this uh, is WWF? Yeah, this is at the peak of the Crocodile Dundee type uh, timeline, but uh, he's coming in and he's going to be this big wrestler, a friend of Hulk Hogan, kind of like how the Honky Tonk Man came in. And his song was Tie Me Kangaroo Down, <laughs> which is a, Pretty famous song in Australia, but doesn't quite translate for a wrestler. So give him a listen sometime. So he never lasted. What was no? Uh... He became a jobber within a few months, and that yeah. was it. 
Uh, Dean Douglas was another one because of the fingernails scratching on the chalkboard to start off with. Oh, that's it. That reminds me. Simon Dean's was pretty bad. Simon too. Dean's was Simon bad. Dean's was pretty bad too. <laughs> Even though I liked him, but he was pretty bad. Uh, what else do I have? Um, yeah, I have Red Rooster on there. Uh, Candace Michelle's song was pretty terrible as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bertha Fay, that's somebody mentioned that Ooh. one. Bertha Fay, it's uh, she was a female wrestler. She was in, I think, the original Glow. She was a large woman who uh, I think she was called like Monster Ripper or something back in the original Glow. But uh, she came in with Harvey Whippleman during the Alundra Blaze era, and uh, she was uh, she was playing, and it's basically just Harvey Whippleman singing a love song on acoustic to her. So you can imagine how that one goes. <laughs> Uh, Blue Pants. That's another one. You ever listen to that one? Levy Bates or Levy? Oh, that was from NXT. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just generic dance music with Blue Pants thrown in there every few seconds. Wait, is that is she? She's in AEW now. Yeah, right? yeah. She's oh, a librarian. I never connected yeah. the. I never connected the dot the dots on that one. Oh, yeah, and then forgot about that. Johnny B. Bad's another one. Just a generic uh, ripoff of. Uh, yeah, of I know. There's Richard. a lot of talk of like people like. And again, I was going with a specific strategy, but let's be real. Some of the best talent, like Sean's, Sean's singing his own song. I know you you like the heart, the uh, sexy boy song, but like the Sherry sh- version, the Sherry version, like <laughs> him singing it. That's just weird to me. Like mm-hmm. I just got past it, but mm-hmm. like that's bad. Um, like some of the, what are some of the other ones like Billy and Chuck? Billy and Chuck. <laughs> Although I liked oh, Billy and Chuck. Looks so good to me. I kind of like that one. Like that one's kind of good. But like um, I was going to add the one Billy Gun, but I cannot do that to our good friend. I was friend, surprised the one how many Billy people Gunn. hated Mr. Ass. I was like, that is an amazing song. What are you talking about? Look up the lyrics. The I lyrics know, but it's still an awesome song. They're horrible. The song itself, like the music is good, <laughs> yeah. but the lyrics are atrocious. <laughs> one so. Billy Gun, I loved too. Um, but I was going to say, like Cactus Jack, when he was like in WCW, like that was that was kind of bad too. The man called Sting. How about that? Yeah, one? oh man. Basically, any WCW any song <laughs> ever. WCW ever. was just chalk them all up. Well, anyway. like one of our one of our good friends, uh, NWO Machine, uh, wrestling machine. He brought up, and he's literally got NWO in his name, but he mentioned the NWO Wolfpack. Yeah, song. that gets on some list too. That's that actually got a list to it. It is a bad song. It's pretty bad. It's pretty genuine, considering pretty it was like supposed to be the cool group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it just it didn't even. I know maybe that was the intent. It just didn't even feel like it like meshed at yeah. all with the NWO. It was yeah, just like, it was not that great. I mean, yeah. it caused some a stir amongst a couple of the the people commenting on. But good on him for pointing that out. Yeah, and no, I mean, it was pretty cheesy. As he said, his cheesy. name is about the faction, not exactly the music. Right? Yeah, that's, so, that's a solid. Yeah, point. I mean, again, Dangerous JD. He also brought up uh, Tito Santana's El Matador music. Um, he said, "How do you go from Strike Force with Rip Martel to this crappy gimmick?" But Strike Force, I was just gonna say, Strike Force gets on some people's list too. Girls and cars. As, as the girls and cars, Jimmy, is pretty Hart, bad, Jimmy bad. Hart jam. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I don't know. I, I didn't mind. It's a Matador gimmick, so it, it, yeah. the music kind of fit. Speaking for him, of Matador, what was the uh, what was the revival of that with the um, the Colognes? Oh yeah, that was bad yes, too. That's what right. was, what was, was it? Los Matadores. Los Matadores or, or whatever. Like yeah, that was pretty bad too. And then finally, he also mentioned uh, <laughs> Sean Stasiak's meat gimmick. I think he's got more gimmicks, but uh, yeah, meat. Yeah, that was that yeah, was, that was. I like Stasiak. <laughs> and, but... and Funaki's Kung Funaki. Kung Funaki. Well. Yeah, <laughs> so, on some list. 
No, there's there's a, there's a few floating out there on on some lists, and it's like okay, like basically you can you can put an argument for almost anybody. That's not <laughs> like unless it was a super good entrance, you could probably put an argument in for anybody. But um, I think there's some pretty consistent ones in those. For me, it was just the bad gimmicks, man, and then they just made it worse. It was on on purpose, obviously, but they made it worse with those like really really bad music. It's one of those things you've talked about before. It's like it would be cool to kind of go back and like analyze and do the analytics on like how many guys overcame those shitty, the shitty music, like not just the shitty gimmicks, but like the really bad music themes too. Like how many guys like just persevered and just made a career out of, out of some of those bad gim like bad music, uh, entrance themes. Like it's, it's impressive to me how some guys would just <laughs> not want to claw their eyes out and rip their ears off for themselves you know what i mean having to hear it every freaking night it was bad i think it uh backs up the point like when people worry about a name like braun breaker or something like that don't worry about it. people can get over stupidity right eventually yeah i mean unless it's the red rooster <laughs> i mean that, that one's almost insurmountable but he kind of deserved that <laughs> yeah i just i don't get how like in what other line of business would you purposely sabotage your own business to get a rib on somebody like i i don't understand that at all like that just blows my mind <laughs> when you got that much money it doesn't mean <laughs> i suppose anything, I guess, it doesn't right? yeah. and obviously they probably like they being vince and whoever else maybe pat badgers they got a kick out of it i'm sure at the time but like it just i don't get it clearly you didn't care <laughs> but <laughs> like you're not going to be able to do anything with this so you just basically ruined them but yeah, for sure. Okay, let's go through a couple of the the, the ones that our listeners gave because yeah. I want to give credit to them. So, this account, <laughs> this account Undead Hollow Live Simp at Stupid Skeleton. He mentioned Bertha Phase. And as I say, that is a deep cut. Never even heard of her. Uh, Classic Match Classroom. This is actually a new podcast. I want to give a huge shout out to it. They, they've uh, message me about uh, just you know giving them a follow and, and listen to their pod but you really enjoy this okay. this one it's um it's at cm classroom they have three episodes out now and basically it's somebody that is a you know a fan that watched wrestling in the 90s with somebody that's a newer fan that didn't get to see this stuff live and they're going over some of the classic I mean, true classic matchups, and it's it's kind of like a classroom setting, and cool. just getting opinion on it. It's kind of it's kind of neat, right? And it's it's getting the reaction for the first time. Um, they did they did an episode on the Austin Brett Survivor Series nice. '96 match, and then they followed up with Austin Brett from WrestleMania 13. Two good ones to start with. Yep. And they've done um, Hogan and Savage from uh, from WrestleMania five. So. Wow. Really good uh, podcast. Just wanted to give them a shout out because they're doing really good work there. So if, if you want to check them out, they're on YouTube. So uh, give them a follow and, and give them a listen. But again, another fan of the Brie mode, <laughs> <laughs> which not. definitely uh, definitely was one that brought some uh, some reaction out. <laughs> um, Wrestling Mountie, ironically yeah. enough, Wrestling Mountie at Wrestling Mountie with just an I, no E on the end. He uh, he was. Again, Bastion Booker. <laughs> and uh, yeah, ironically, he didn't mention the Mounties. So there you go. <laughs> well, clearly, he loves the Mounties. Our buddy at NWO underscore machine, he mentioned the Godwins. Oh, good one. Yeah, forgot about good that one. one. Slop Trop. The one Billy Gunn remake in the 80s and 90s. 
at Billy Gunn sitcom. Of course, he's not going to mention his Billy Gunn sound. That would be sacrilegious. But he did mention Skinner. Oh, good one. And I said, yeah, that, that, that is a great one. I said, ironically, though, uh, Steve Kern had a great song. He, when he was with the Fantastics in the 80s, they used Sharp Dressed Man by, uh, oh. by uh, ZZ Top. ZZ Top. Nice. So there you go. Our good buddy Wrestling by Woldridge, uh, at Wrestling by W. He came up with Brie Bella. He also mentioned Hornswoggle. Oh, and he mentioned Seamus, and in brackets, he put Lobster Head. <laughs> no because, way at all. No, I think, totally. he's, I think he's laughing about the, the lyric, the lyricosis that sounds like Lobster oh, Head. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> so, Grappling with Canada at six underscore podcast. Yes, he mentioned Rosemary's Old Decay and Impact. Not a fan of. Mm. He also mentioned most of Kenny Omega's, which I can kind of agree. It sounds like <laughs> arcade music. And Jericho's Journey ripoff in WCW. Again, any WCW yeah. ripoff. Insert here. Friend of the show and local Nova Scotian Steve McCachran at Steve J. Mac E. He mentioned right to censor my ears. Ouch. Dean Ambrose. It was like a six second rip off, riff over and over. <laughs> I, I can yeah, I can get where you're coming from with true. that. Yeah. And then he said HBK, but the one sung by Sherry. And I was like, Ugh, you, you do not. You do not besmirch. The vocal stylings of the lovely, sensational Sherry. Yeah, I couldn't disagree on any of those at all. Sherry was a young childhood crush of mine. <laughs> he had a poster. <laughs> uh, what else did we Remember have Remember when here? posters were still a thing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the franchise at Smart Mark 1978. And I also want to give him a shout out because he's been very supportive of us. And he's got, a, he's got a, his own podcast that... It's not wrestling related. It's actually uh, revolves around the world of fast pitch and uh, franchises another local Nova Scotian. So I do want to give him a shout out. And if you want to check out his his podcast, it's called Outside the Shoot. And he also has a, a Twitter page for that at, at Outside the Shoot. So uh, if you're interested in, in fast pitch or, or baseball in general, he gets like some great interviews with some of the folks that have played, you know, nationals, Olympics, stuff like that. So if you're a fan of that that sport, definitely check him out. Great, great cool. podcast. Uh, he mentioned right to censor Isaac Yankum and the Godwins. So that's uh, some consensus. As he said, they totally missed the DMD gimmick back in the uh, '90s with with Yankum, like you said. Yeah. Right? I said it could have been Yanksburg back in '94. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we also have Lost Ways 27 at Lost Ways 27. He mentioned Teal Hopper, the Goon. And the WrestleMania 10 theme that's been used for this. This is Linda's. People. Linda's, yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, WrestleMania. <laughs> I, I named it No Chance in Heck for her. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the UK Kid, at the UK Kid 1, uh, T.L. Hopper. And uh, he just said, I think that's his name. And he used to come out with a guy uh, plunging of some sort. So. What was, who was the, I don't remember that. T.L. Hopper. No, I know, but he can't. He didn't have a manager, did he? No, I, I think he meant that he came out with uh, the, oh, with a plunger. Yeah, I think the autocorrect got in the way right. there. So yeah, and uh, NWO machine again. That was with uh, Isaac Yankum as well. Just nice. the, the dentist drill alone was popular. Just enough. Bad one. Yeah, and then another good friend of the show, Justin at Justin Time Two Eleven. He's been very supportive, and he mentioned. Leva Bates when she was blue pants nice. in NXT. Good catch on that one. Uh, Jillian Hall sliced bread. All <laughs> oh, right, <laughs> that's true. She sang her own theme song. Oh, that was great. brutal. Yeah, and then Kerman White's theme. Yeah, I saw that on a couple lists. And he said, "I don't think it was lasted enough for it to really." Yeah, qualify. that's true. You know what that's I mean? True, like, it was like around for a cup of coffee, and then 
just the straight up racism of it too it was yeah. not good so uh, honorable mention jesse and festus yeah although i i don't i myself, liked it i found I, it catchy i, I thought did it find, worked too. i found like, it catchy yeah again like if it if it was bad but worked for the gimmick i was okay with it like that yeah. was that was my thing jesse and festus were, yeah I was a big fan. Jesse and Festus and then the American Males, the Mountie, Bree Mode, Right to Censor, and Kung Fu Nakis. A lot of uh, consensus. A lot of consensus on these. So I don't think we were too far off no. with what we said. So. I would be interested to hear if anybody listens to this and then tweets at us, like, ones that nobody caught. Exactly. Right? Like, that would exactly. be kind of cool, like, because... Yeah. My memory's gone to hell, so... Uh, uh, actually, here's a couple that we didn't mention. It's Megan Ham Overly, uh, at Megan Ham Overly. Nikki Ash, a spirit to win, and uh, mentioned Heidenreich, dangerous politics. Yeah, I didn't mind Heidenreich. <laughs> I didn't mind, but I get that. I get that. Is Nikki's bad? I, I'm trying to picture. It's Nikki's just a superhero yeah. theme. It'd be no different than like Shane Douglas or something right. like that. But I get it. Some people just not a fan of that. What about stuff. speaking of super, superheroes? We forgot about the hurricane. Like people, yay or nay on the hurricane? I guess the hurricanes was kind of. Oh, sorry. Did I say Shane Douglas? I meant, you Shane, made, Helms. meant Shane Helms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Hurricanes was kind of uh, catchy, I guess. But yeah. It was, I mean, bad but good, one of those deals. Yeah, there, there I think we forget, like, The Rock even had, like, a really, like, The Rock's original Rocky My Vio one was not good. And then it was like, he was just transitioning out of the nation, and it was like, The Rock says, <laughs> and it was just like, The Rock says, it was just like, that was repeated over and over and over and over again. So it's like. I'm going to say this. If The Rock didn't become who he became, that would go down as one of the songs. That would have been just like, oh my God, that guy was so annoying (laughs) with his rocks and stuff. Couldn't couldn't put it on the list for sure. He became, you know. Oh, I just thought of one right now for an honorable mention. Um, Alex Wright. Remember him? Oh, the Wonderkin. Wonderkin, that that (laughs) techno dance garbage that he used to come in. What about Disco Inferno? Because that was pretty bad. It worked. And he played the gimmick so far. Yeah. I thought about that. I'm like, you know what? No, I'm going to give him a pass because he that was great for the gimmick. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not like it, he was, uh, you know, the, the the dentist and he gave him a disco song. Yeah. It, it actually worked with his character. Yeah, so, yeah. But yeah, that uh, the Alex Wright one was pretty bad. Pretty, as well. pretty, pretty, pretty bad. Okay, so, so um, we'll, uh, yeah, let's hear everybody's like sleepers out there. Give us a shout out. It's at WWTT pod. And just let us know if there's some other stink olas out there because yep. uh, there seems to be some consensus on it, but I'm sure there's some that we're forgetting. It's funny how the really bad ones just stand out for everybody. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't think you have that much consensus on the best ones, but you definitely seem to have the consensus on the worst ones. Yeah, you do. Which is, which is, I guess, not that surprising. Which you could argue it did its job because yeah. it makes you still remember that wrestler. Yeah, no, it's true. They, as much they, as everybody didn't like the Red Rooster game, we still li- talk about the Red 100%, Rooster. 100%. He will live in infamy now. For, for, <laughs> well, listen, Terry Taylor's had a good career. I don't besmirch that at all because he's, he's, he's still... I, is he in NXT? I think he's a he's on NXT. NXT he? I yeah, think yeah, a, yeah. yeah, for sure. But, um, but yeah, anyway, I just it's just... It is what it is. And like, let's be real. Not only did you not get to pick your gimmick, you definitely sure shit didn't get to pick your music. So you just had to work with what you had, I guess. Yeah, for like sure. That's, uh, that is what nature of the beast. And before we go, we just wanted to mention that we've been invited to appear on our, uh, our first podcast. That's not one of ours. <laughs> and we're pretty excited about it. We're going to be later today. We're going to be sitting down and discussing the state of the WWE with our good buddies over at just another effing podcast. So we're excited about that. um, James from Boston and the Canada Dry, another fellow Canadian. So uh, they can be found at at FN Podcast. 
I believe the the show will be dropping either Monday or Tuesday. We'll find out for sure. But just wanted to give that a shout out. By the time you hear our episode, there should be out yeah, as well. But go over, give them a listen. We're excited to join them and we're excited to get in some good old conversation with somebody else. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, they, they have a fun podcast yeah, themselves. It's good, good time. Yeah, very similar style to ours. Um, just uh, a lot of fun stuff. And yeah, it's, it's it should be good. Yeah, and I can swear as much as I want. <laughs> <laughs> well, ironically, they are called just another effing podcast, but they don't really swear that much. <laughs> so, so we'll see. Maybe we might have to get the bleep button out. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, on that note, we're going to get going because we do have to meet up with these guys. So straight from the blanket booth, uh, I am BC. This has been Jay. What is going on? Again, if you do want to reach us, you can reach us at at WWTT pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can reach myself at BC Hunter WWTT on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, you can reach me at uh, J Myers WWTT. That's at J Myers WWTT. Perfect. On on all the socials. The socials. As the kids say. There you go. So we'll leave it Maybe there. Maybe we should get a TikTok social and do some dances and stuff. I'll leave that part to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll handle the Twitter. You do the TikTok. <laughs> Uh, all right let's wrap this bad boy up (laughs) uh i'd like to sing a terrible song but i can't match what we've done here so we'll just on that note we'll say i'm bc this has been jay and we are x-factor